Welcome to the OC154 podcast, episode 6. In this episode, we tackle and unpack the Sensor Mewa trial that is currently ongoing. My two co-hosts, H and GT, are both law graduates, and we had also invited our fourth friend, who's also a law graduate and has been paying close attention to this case, to come join us in trying to make sense of this messy trial. This is by no means an attempt to reveal some hidden mysteries of this case or to resolve it, but we simply try to make sense of the information that is already in the public domain. Furthermore, this podcast should be treated separately from my and my co-host's professional careers, as it is simply a casual conversation amongst ourselves as ordinary members of the public. Even though my co-host's insights are incredibly useful and interesting in making sense of this case, they should never be treated as legal or professional opinion or advice under any circumstances. We start off the episode on a light note, looking at the activities we got up to over the weekend. Spoiler alert, that conversation did not go very well for me. We then jump straight into the topic of the day, the Senzo Mewa trial, which we kickstart by looking back at the origins of this case and the unfolding of events as they took place over the years before we saw the resumption of this case again now in 2022. I thought this might be a useful way to remind ourselves of a broader context of where we find ourselves today in this case and how the public conversation surrounding this case has evolved over time. Many might argue, including myself, that the change in the tide of this case in the court of public opinion is around the time when the NPA erroneously leaked the details around the controversial second docket in 2019. And this is also exactly a point where our conversation also takes a different turn. You will notice a thread throughout this episode of me asking some really basic questions that many of us are too embarrassed to ask about how the different cogs within our justice system work and interface with one another. I ask for definitions of some of the jargon that the lawyers like to use and hide behind so that they can charge us crazy fees that you will hear my co-hosts casually use as well. So I did the heavy lifting for you here. And it is not easy, as you'll hear GT's uncontrollable laughter at some of my seemingly imbecilic questions. Which brings me to a second reason I wanted us to have this conversation. The law and the justice system affect us all. Yet, an average South African like myself knows so little about it. And on the other hand, the concepts used by the lawyers and the legal texts to describe some of the basic principles are so lofty and very intimidating to a pedestrian like myself. So I thought this Sensomewa trial would be a good case study to learn a few of some of these concepts in a criminal case like this one and in a digestible fashion and with immediate real-life application and examples from an actual trial. Lastly, we had a discussion about Advocate Default, which took a very interesting turn that I could have never predicted. Our guest co-host revealed that the man did not complete his pupillage, which is some kind of formalized training for advocates. This revelation opens up a debate which highlights the nature and the root of acquiring the status of prestige within the advocacy field, which is one way of looking at that conversation. Another way to look at it, especially if you are studying towards a law career, is that the discussion provides some career guidance on what you need to look out for if you want to practice as an advocate, especially given the new regulation that has come into effect recently that GT educated us about. We also discussed the usual suspects in this case, Kelukuma law, 
Longwe and Chikotwala, Megipiri, and many other characters and subtopics. Also, be on the lookout for the supplementary episode which will aim to factor in some of the updates from today as we expect to see the trial resume and also some fact-checking of the factual claims from this episode. But for now, enjoy episode 6. So I think maybe the best thing then is to get straight into it. I don't know. Maybe could you have a story about Teresa that could make this exciting? No, I think what I want to hear from you guys is how was your weekend? What did you guys get up to? Yeah, I man, man was, as you can tell, man was, 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 was not very, was not very far, was full of responsibilities, man. <laughs> so honestly, there's nothing interesting to like about from like me. So I was also <laughs> trying to prepare for this. I, mean, you know, I tried you know, to prepare for, for this episode. So I spent a lot of time really trying to prepare for this episode. Uh, reading you know, there, Netflix, YouTube. Yeah, so that's what I spent most of my time doing really this weekend. Yeah, that's good. H, how's your weekend? Wait, let me, you've got a second, is the second child born? I thought yeah, the second so, one yeah, is still on the like way. A, a month. Yeah, the second one is here. Hey, what? <laughs> Congrats, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, thanks, and where are you where are you are you in in in, in free state yeah i'm in bloom now yeah I'm and they're bloom. all there or yeah they're they are all around crossing provinces they're all around no they're all in free state oh. <laughs> they are, they're, yeah, they're all around state. Let me Can stop it. They are both in the same way. Say again. <laughs> Can't you see this man is unsettled there where he is? <laughs> He's busy multitasking. <laughs> no, but oh, another thing. Okay, you know, another thing that's causing the agitation, the the panic. Yeah. So my, I just came from fetching the my my girlfriend, the mm. the mother of my newborn, because she was home to be taken care of. Like, but me, let's do it. I don't know what's the English term there. So like the maternity care. So hey, the past. A few weeks when I've been tough man, I, for, for a man. <laughs> They're quite tough. Man. Ah, if you want me to be explicit, if you want me to be explicit, when I've watched all the online content that exists, uh, <laughs> I'm for you. <laughs> yeah, and you know, you also have to wait like I think six weeks, six weeks after birth before you can engage in any form of quitters. So it's going to be another half, two weeks to go before. A man wow. can be able to express themselves, man. Uh, <laughs> I'm nature. I'm both on mute, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> so, wow, so yeah. also because it can cause the thing when even anger, you know, you can end being too angry when you've gone for oh. too long. Can end up being a bit, a bit easily angered <laughs> by small things. Ah, it's you. I know that thing. So people think, yeah, because people think, like, let's say when you invest, but people think the most challenging thing is the fact that cost. Yes, it's cost, but it's cost plus the salt combined. Yeah, that's a that's a bad combo. Man. 
That's a bit compliment. Yeah. Trying to yes. get your sexual life going. And convert. Remember convert. Convert is also like, dude. <laughs> you know what the you know what the funny thing about this whole thing is. Yeah. <laughs> You're talking from experience, my friend. This yeah, no, it's it's a CIA. <laughs> <laughs> and Chap, you're like, okay, now my sexual life is in order. Babies. Yeah. Ah, like, you I only started it team. after this. You can win, but you try to solve one problem, another one emerges. Another one emerges. Uh, yeah, it, when I was, uh, when I was GT, I was, I was the weekend. Ah, man, I'm in the mother city. So, yesterday we went uh, on a hike. Like, <laughs> yeah, you, the you can't just say you're in the mother city and leave it like this that. Is the no, 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 no. But, but the I'm the explaining the test situation. You know, no, Chavez in the mother city. I'm the a lot of mothers just dealing with yeah, I mean, he's in the real, real. Yeah, world. it's like the proper mother seat of this. It is, it is, it is quite a good one there. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> yesterday we went, we went hiking. Uh, we did like a twelve hour the entire day. In twelve, fact, like, we came back around like what? I think it was past six. Yeah, I'm gonna mute you now. You can move to the next person. <laughs> I can listen to this yeah. nice stories of yeah, your weekend. So, so, so yeah, yeah. It was, it was, it was quite nice. But, Let's hear you. How was your weekend? <laughs> <laughs> Why that laugh? Because uh, uh, this this two are shading me here. So. No, I can't listen to that story. I, I can't listen to that story. I was following the hike. I was interested. Did you, did you have cocktails after the hiking? Did you go for yeah, lunch? Of course. Did you yeah, go yeah, for yeah. lunch? So listen, Come on, listen, John. We can't listen, listen to listen. the rest of that story. Okay. <laughs> you want me to give you the full story, yeah? No, leave GT to tell his story. Yeah, that story, that story is not the story. We leave that story for the for the real housewives of Cape Town. That's not the story first. <laughs> oh, they for life after the high. That's not the kind of content. You're out of order. <laughs> no, 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 wait, 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 hold on, this thing is on record, you're laughing too much, listen, so, it happened, we did the hiking, and then after that, of course, we went for, you know, dinner, lunch, late lunch of some sort, so we had uh, yeah, a plate of seafood with... What <laughs> restaurant? What <laughs> restaurant? Yeah, yeah, We went for the seafood restaurant. Yeah? Yeah. yeah it was, it was, the restaurant is in Hartbeck, I forgot the name of the of the place, but they have like the best seafood there. So they had a platter with almost everything there. What annoyed the most prawns. of us that the prawns also yeah, there. Yeah, the prawns, your muscles, fish, and and then yeah, yeah, we had a bottle. And then yeah, that was the day. We, we had we wine, red or red or white. Uh no, it was a sparkling one. Uh <laughs> <laughs> This story keeps getting worse. <laughs> this story keeps getting worse. Okay, so, I realized my privilege, and I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry for this shit. Okay, moving right so, along. What's going on? <laughs> so you hear why Njewe insists that GT is not in Cape Town for a PhD? Yeah, so, <laughs> There's no way this guy is the lifestyle. Yeah, no, no. It's the lifestyle. <laughs> It happens. Do you tell your during your, your your Instagram live, tell your 
Seafood actually was for lunch. Oh, it was a platter for two. Nah, trolling me. You're trolling me, Chad. This cannot be told. This cannot be told. This cannot be told. Unfortunately, it's true. It's true. I'm not even making it up. It's a coincidence that I also went on a hike and had seafood afterwards. <laughs> it's normal. <laughs> And we know how the rest of the story goes. H, tell sure. me you were working chat on a project, please. Tell me you're working on a project. Tell me you've got a tight deadline. Yeah. Tell me you didn't sleep the whole weekend because you have a deadline on Monday. No. Now my weekend was was relaxed. I, I witnessed South African music history. I was uh, at something oh. so it was now never oh. tour. So <laughs> Oh, I think which, which, which that's event? the nail in your coffin. You you said yeah, which and and same thing. So it was now or never tour. Oh, I'm not aware of it. Yeah, where was it? Yeah, show here. Wait, is it the one at the way, state theater? Way, it was it was really way. nice, man. Yeah. Yes. So so the soil comes out and they and they performed together there. Um, something it, uh, it, something it's incredible. <laughs> incredible yeah yeah that's that's wild to be fair but uh, it was very nice so it's seemingly something they're gonna do because last time they um one of the other members in uh, Zika had a show and so something so it was there as well so you can tell the the music is different when they are together versus when they are just the three of them because i've actually mm -hmm. went to listen to them live just the three of them so there's a difference but to be fair i won't lie man i think uh, so it was disrespected in south africa from a musical point of view i think the guy is a genius yeah. they have held this position for a while yeah no, no, i know there's this guy has gone back to back i mean you can't have a show with just hits just flowing from left and right man and across different genres and <clears throat> people are just there to witness that in two hours so i think yeah no it was a weekend well spent uh, out in pretoria uh, i didn't have a plateau of seafood unfortunately i i'm not a seafood kind of guy but yeah man it was it was really nice to see hey but it's going to cape town gt there's a show in cape uh, yeah, yeah well no italian italian God. it was pizza yeah because we have limited time i think today we can we can get straight into it i think can get straight into it the the sense of mirror trial because that's what we we plan to talk about i mean that's where but thanks by the way, for joining us again, I hear you've been on top of of the of the case of the trial. So, so you know what I, I think I'm gonna start to do uh, as a starting point. I thought it might be useful because honestly, in my mind, when I've been watching this case all this uh, up to now, 
we kind of forgot where it all began. Like, how did you get here? Like, you know what I mean? Because that's how the news cycle works in this country. Man, you it's a new story. We're all caught up in it. And this is a story that's been on for like since 2014. That's like how many years? Uh, seven, eight years now. Seven. Yeah, it's been a long time now. And we for, we forget how we got here. And and it's and I think maybe for a bit of context, it might help. So I, I put up some notes here and here to just uh, look at the chronology of events from 2014 up to where we are now. So I'm going to just maybe read through things, the events, just to bring everyone up to speed. Uh, because clearly um, I'm the only one who was busy refreshing this over the weekend. Oh yeah, and 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 funny thing happened. So, so I was going through my emails randomly uh, during the week. So I came across, you know, back in our days, GTH when you're sending out demos uh, to radio stations, trying to get gigs and stuff. So for coincidentally, I came across this demo that I had sent to a station. So they were going to open a new station here in Bloom. Sure. And at the time I was still at VET, so it was approaching holidays sort of time. So I sent yeah. out a demo to the station manager, but the station had not been opened yet. Yeah. So that and then so on, you know, I used to kill it, man. <laughs> oh, and the, yeah. and, and the, the, the story of that weekend. So I did the demo on a Monday and, you know, trying to sound like, you know, what's happening in the current affairs and all that. And the breaking story of that weekend in the demo itself was actually the sense of me trial. And it was funny, it was quite an interesting time capsule because how I spoke about the story and I look at how the story has evolved now. Two days later, the police released the 
identities of the two men believed to be behind the killing, and a reward of a quarter of a million is offered for information that could lead to the arrest uh, and the conviction of the of the killers. Um, so as I go, I'll, I'll just keep stopping here and there because there are some things that were popping in my mind that I wanted to find out from you guys as the, as the legal minds that, of, that I was curious about as, as I was reading through the, the, the events as they happened. And then same month, October 31st, uh, uh, the police arrest the first uh, Loras resident, a uh, 27-year-old guy in, in connection with, with, with this murder. And 11, year, uh, 11 days later, it is November now, um, this guy, this, what's his name? Zamoku um, Shambata. He makes an appearance in the Boxback Magistrate Court where the charges against him were withdrawn due to lack of evidence. And that was kind of it. That's the last time we kind of heard about this guy. And the search almost like started all over again from, from then on. But guys, how, the, how does this thing work? How does someone just get arrested just like that? Like, like what, what, what's it? Because I, I read in that same article, then the guys suing the police, whatever. Like, how does something like that happen before maybe we move to the next sequence of events? Like, can you just literally, can I go and just press a charge against and he's arrested tomorrow without anything solid until he's thrown out by the courts? I mean, for the, thoughts, for, for the courts to throw out a case to say there's no evidence, how did the person get arrested in the first place? No, I, I, think, I think this just being the simple about it, uh, the person is a suspect, right? There, there was uh, something about that particular person that... Uh, you know, viruses that that became that made him a suspect of that particular crime. That possibly might be, or you know, he was there, or you know, uh, somebody else has referred the police to say this particular person did this and this, or you know, yeah, yeah. Basically, so that's enough to just warrant an arrest because I thought for it to actually be, because I mean, why can't I just go to someone who I don't like and just say, hey, please arrest that guy? Will they just go? Uh, like, what will it, because I'm still, well, it's not a, it's of course, not a big chunk of this story, but I found it curious that, like, no one ever talks about that guy anymore. It's like, ah, this guy got arrested, like, ah, oopsie, uh, it was a false arrest, no evidence, we let him go. So that's... Yeah, of course, you need, you need evidence uh, to get arrested. And if you are a suspect in a case, and... At the time, maybe the police thought you meet the description of the perpetrator or your case was found or your head was found at the crime scene and they can arrest you on those bases, you know, so so if if there was some some sort of hint or evidence or a clue. Yeah. That that was found. Then the the, the, the cops have the authority to arrest you, yeah. but then you have unlawful arrests where they were unlawful in your arrest. Yeah. You know where they didn't have any evidence or any links, and then they kept you for a certain amount of time. You can sue the state and claim for each day you are arrested for. Okay, because because okay, this guy's case was like it's not that interesting. But if you think about what, how the case is looking like now, people are talking about these guys, they literally just went and fetched them. Whenever they fetched them, that's like another version because there's so many versions to the story. One version, one of the many versions is that uh, 
the guys who are currently on trial could just be random guys who happen to be criminals by sound of things ordinarily in their lives, but they sound like they don't have any link to this case. So the, 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 this question becomes interesting on that point as well to say, if this case, let's say, ends up at that place where we conclude that this guy had absolutely nothing to do with this, with this matter, you know, what, you know, you know, you know, where do if, they stand? Before you go, you go for the response of that particular question. If we can just, you know, compare this to the whole parliament, um, you know, the fire at the parliament that happened oh, yes. a few months, few months ago, it's yeah. more or less like similar to the same because even that guy, you know, you pass by the, you, you see that, man, there's no way that guy, if ever he's a hobo or whatever, um, he can have access to parliament to even be able to, you know, may, uh, do a, a make fire. sure that, yeah, 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 you, mm -hmm. you know, complete a, a, a successful file, Kafishan government, the, the entire the, the entire part of the building. I mean, Joe, like, that guy, he, he's not capable of doing that, you know, so he's, you just get pinned to do something. So I'm comparing this with the guys that are now still in trial with the whole thing, to say that it's possible that you know uh, people can be pinned to to be you know the the suspects so yeah and there's this whole talk particular crime without them in actual fact okay they might be the ones who completed the crime but uh, doing it on behalf of somebody else it's like you're being sent to do it yeah so because there's this whole talk now in the country about well and it's, it's not a it's not a crazy conversation honestly to say well, only the rich can have justice and all that. Honestly, but if you are just that guy and they just like you know what, you look like you might have you might be the guy who committed the crime and you get arrested and, and let's say they get proven that you're not guilty or anything. Uh and the word that's used there, this this guy who, who was arrested says he's going to sue. The suing now start starts to sound like a what do you guys you guys you know usual differentiate between the, the criminal and the civil. Uh, cases, right? So it starts to sound like it's a civil matter now, where now you need, uh, which I believe is a bit more costly. You can't just, it's not, you don't go and lay a charge, isn't it? You, you, I don't know how it works, uh, normally the civil one. But it sounds like you could do that, like you could get out with something like that in this country. It's like, no, this guy looks like he's a criminal. Let's, let's give, let's give it a try and just put him on yeah. trial and inconvenience yeah, him for the next six months, going to the courts back and forth. And there's not much you can do really about it afterwards. Because I'm thinking about these guys right now who are on trial. If we take one of the many versions of the story to say, if we find out that they actually they had absolutely nothing to do with this case, would it be just a big oops for them? And they, they, they have to make peace with the fact that, well, the law doesn't always work to one's favor. No, the law has provisions for him to sue the state. But the question comes of, can he afford mm -hmm. litigation? Can he afford to actually uh, sue the state, litigate against the state for unlawful arrest? The law does protect him, Leon, as, yeah. as a citizen that was ar arrested unlawfully. Yeah. And, yeah, and the case would have to be, I'm assuming the case would have to be something like negligence, right? Like that they didn't do, because if the police comes at a case and say, well, this guy did actually look like the, the one of the faces we had up there, but it's not, it's not him. That's not negligence, is it? Like it's still, 
a big oops, but that provision, I'm sure, goes to as far as to say, well, there are instances where you, there could be a lot unlawful arrest, but the police still did everything in their power. It just happens to be unfortunate in this case. I don't know how far does that law go to protect someone who was un unlawfully uh, um, arrested. I don't know if I'm making sense. Yeah, you are making sense, but it will just be up for argument. It will just be up to how you argue your case. If you are arrested unlawfully, uh, it will depend on the merits you are arrested for. Or okay, you looked like that person, then they 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 they're just arguing a point that you look like that, and then you'd have to argue that no, you didn't. So it's just the law now. Again, you are still arguing and proving your cases. You are both proving your cases. If you are alleging an unlawful arrest, you must prove why it was unlawful, and they must defend why it was lawful. So it's it's just really a a, a, a legal squabble. The litigation that you have to go through, but there are resources. You you must just afford that. You must just afford these resources if you want to to litigate. But I get your point, saying that these guys, there's there's a lot of them that get arrested unlawfully, so and then life just goes on because they don't know the law works for them. They can't afford litigation and so forth. So yeah, I think. Yeah. Economy yeah, it's just a small answer. interesting point that I, I thought yeah. I should stop by. Yeah, sort of a big chunk of this story, honestly. Uh, so, but but before this, before this guy got arrested in November, uh, we all know that Beriru account um, on Twitter. Well, that's the first time I saw a different version of events now, where things were not as we thought they were anymore. Where he he came up with this on thread about how people in that house know what happened on that night. And, and this has become a very, what can I call it, a very uh, common story in, in public opinion. And, like, and it's, it's a big part of why people are even not trusting what's happening right now with the trials. And also the second docket kind of confirms to a certain extent that 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 docket, uh, that, that story by, by, by that uh, Twitter guy. So this happened just before they, they, they released the story of, of before they, they arrested this other guy. So we're going to go to that story because I'm also curious in that one. I think that's like the big chunk of where I want to get understanding of this whole this whole case, honestly. So that was in 2019. So 2020, uh, October, so it's like almost a year later, um, the, what is it, News24 reports that a gun which has been positively linked to the linking of, of, of Senzomewa has been are found in Cleveland Police Station and, is, and it is being used um, in the murder of a taxi boss uh, three months after uh, Senzo Mewa passed away. And then the same month, uh, a couple of days later, uh, the police minister, uh, Begit announces that five uh, suspects have been arrested in connection with the murder of, uh, of Senzo Mewa. So this is, this is basically now building up to what we have today as the, the case as it, as it stands. And these guys uh, then appeared in, in court um, and uh, it was postponed to March 2021. And a, a day later, uh, something interesting happened. A day later after uh, Bikikale announced the arrest of these five guys, a document was leaked, uh, leaked to media by the NPA, uh, which kind of put the uh, Kelly Kumalo 
in front of the center of this of this matter, uh, which which is also another thing that's going on in there. But okay, guys, before we go in there, can can you guys just educate me with this NPA? Who does who does NPA get to prosecute? Is it like public figures? Because I've been I tried to read up on it, but I didn't get much info on like when does the NPA get to come into play? Did you just say public figures? That's what they mean. Like public cases, <laughs> not public. Like I don't know, but like the big case because that's the I've never had some guy who who uh, who was the word who stole the comments being chased down by the NPA. Like it's usually when like like Zoom, what's the NPA? What does the NPA say? Like you know, it's never. Uh, but you know, it's never like some guy who. Who are selling, I don't know, uh, question papers at the university, getting investigated by the NPA. You know what I mean? Like who, who, like who, who does the NPA get to prosecute? Like, I know this sounds like an ignorant question, but I got curious when I said, like, okay, so the NPA is actually the ones who are supposed to be uh, prosecuting the, the the this whole case. <laughs> I know it sounds very ignorant, but always like always say NPA like, but it's always associated with big. Big cases. Now like, let let H answer you. He's been laughing the entire time today. Let me let him let him respond. H, yeah, H, can, can you please question. unmute yourself and and yeah and contribute? Sure. There. So the NPA actually prosecutes everybody, even those who just uh, <laughs> sold newspapers or stole some stuff in Ackerman. So the process is that. A criminal case starts with the cops, right? So the cops, well, of course, a crime first happens. Yes. And then the cops are responsible for the investigation of that crime. Okay. And what they need to investigate that crime is probable cause. So if they think you're a suspect or they've got reasonable suspicion, right, that this guy is the one that we think committed this crime, then they do the investigative work. So they would investigate, sort of like build a case against the suspect who they think there's probable cause that they committed the crime. And then that sits with the SAPS. So the people responsible for what we would end up calling dockets would be the cops who are now documenting the case in relation to how strong they think they can get it. Then once you have that docket, so to speak, the prosecution thereof, now when we have cases that we call S versus crime, or S versus right? Those cases must now be taken, those dockets must now be taken to the NPA, who must now overlook what the cops have investigated, the detectives have put together, the evidence they've put together. And then the NPA, which has got provincial bodies in South Africa, like across all the provinces, there's a, a, a DPP. So I think the, the head now is Shamila Batohi, who's the head of the NPA, yeah, right? Yeah. But provincially, you would also have uh, prosecuting authorities provincially. They get these dockets and then they say, Ish, yeah, we think this is a strong enough case to prosecute. What is prosecution? Prosecution is now going to court to say that that case or that crime that happened we want to pin it on this suspect. And because we want to pin it on this suspect, the NPA must overlook the documents that the SAPS have put together, the evidence they've collected, and now take this to court. So the people who will go to court 
are what you will usually find termed as prosecutors. The prosecutor now sits there and now works on the case. So, I mean, a good example in South Africa, a big case is the Pistorias case. At the time, Gerinel was a prosecutor with the NPA. He got given the case. This is the case. Take it. He then goes to court with it. But what the NPA does is that they check the box of whether or not this is worthy of 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 taking to court so if you if you can maybe think of it differently is that once they have that case they can decide okay this is just a juvenile case let's just decide to put this person on parole or or not parole let's just decide to put this person on probation or let's just decide to maybe limit the terms to two months fine and community service that kind of stuff so the prosecuting authority the prosecutors the ones who would then look at the weight of the case and decide whether this is worthy to go and be contested in court is where the prosecution authority sits so they look over over all crimes. So the idea there is that not everything must go to court at the same time, yeah. but also it is to overlook the work that is done by the by the cops from a docket point of view. Have they collected yeah. sufficient evidence for us to take this to court to prosecute the suspect? So they look across across all all crimes, all different kinds of things that that uh, uh, is should go to court criminally. They would be very key on 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 that kind of work. So. Um, you would find that a lot of uh, even state, state, state uh, prosecutors, they 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 would deal a lot with 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 crimes, and they would be falling under the the prosecuting authority, as lawyers who then overlook the cases that are collected by the SAPS or the dockets that has been put together by the SAPS, and then they say, oh okay, this is fine, and I think we can expand on. Okay, maybe we're not there yet, but when we get there, the 636 versus the 385 docket and how the NPA comes into that conversation, because now it's now those uh, those documents that have been given to the NPA and then they decide which one they think is is one we can go and and, and actually better win or go and win. So it's, it's, it's something you can go on and on about it. There's been cases where... Uh, prosecutors don't want to go to court because they're scared they will lose. So they 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 sign a lot of deals. Sometimes they uh, falsify evidence that was not put together by the cops. I mean, we're in a corrupt South Africa, so a lot of things happen. But it's a, it's a it's an interesting perspective to look at it. So so after time, you hear we we complain about the cops, right? The cops don't do the prosecuting that goes to court. The cops work on gathering the evidence that can help the prosecution authority decide whether this is worthwhile to go to court or not, or decide other punitive measures that can be taken before there. So, yeah. But I've also heard of, uh, then on that private prosecution, I don't know if maybe... It's an appoint, now you're appointing... A pro- so so what happens is that the prosecutors, they are, by, they are for the state, yeah. And they are, it's in the interest of state to protect, you know, everybody and every, um, um, you know, assets of this country. So all the cases, all the crime that happens, that's where you will have um, that example H was giving you like S versus so and so. So in a crime situation, it has to be, um, you know, prosecutors who are going to be go continue with the case in the interest of the state to help with the case. So when you are appointing a private prosecutor, like the situation of Zumas and whatsoever, it's when you choose not to use the state's word and apply for, 
your own one, which is then allowed. What do you mean happen. you don't choose? So, 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 what do you mean you don't choose? Because isn't it like in a criminal case, it's, isn't it? Opt, huh? Yeah, but I'm it. saying, isn't in a criminal case, it's you against the state anyway? So if no, you are. No, 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 it's not like that. So if ever, um, if you kill somebody, yeah. right? Yeah. That person is dead, right? Yeah. So who's going to be, you know, in for that person in court? So the it's state dead. has a duty to protect all humans. You, you are alive. Yeah. You, you know, yeah, yeah. So your life, it's in the interest of the state to actually protect it because you have that right and you can't take it out. So if ever then you die, the state then steps in to then proceed with that particular crime. That's why there's no longer H versus my. It's not the state versus, uh, you know, my who killed somebody else. You know what I mean? So you would have I don't know if I understand you, Chad. So, so, so if ever there are two parties involved yes. in a case, right? Yeah. Then you wouldn't have the prosecution. Let's say we are talking civil matters and whatsoever. You wouldn't have, you wouldn't have the prosecutor dealing with your case. You'll have your own lawyer and the other person. Yes, yes, lawyer. that one I get, so yes. if ever then... Then now the, the the parties involved in a particular case, let's say you have maybe vandalized the state's offices or you have killed somebody or this is what you have done. It's no longer so and so. It's it's not it's it's those you have killed somebody. In actual fact, the perfect example is if you have killed somebody, yeah. that that state the state has a duty to step in in yes. the form of yeah yeah yeah. So then that's when. You, uh, the the prosecutors are going to be standing in for the state for the person who has died, and then now versus your lawyer who is uh, now not going to be the prosecutor, but the person who is representing whether legal aid or whatsoever that's that's able to take. Yeah, case. but but then okay, you spoke about you can choose when you said choose, you you mean who the defendant or. Who because I think you are, uh, the I reason I'm asking about private prosecution in that stand. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so for example, so, now, so, so I'm trying to let me maybe link it back to, to the sense of so the sense uh, members family. There's that point where they, they went for to Afri Forum, right? To for them to help out with the with the prosecution. I believe that, that that's what they were doing, right? Uh, and that would be private prosecution, right? Because this is no longer now with the NPA and. So is that what you mean by saying you can choose? So you can say, I don't believe the state. So you're not Let's necessarily say, choosing. You have to apply for it. And then it will then be approved to, to then um, get your yourself a private uh, a private prosecutor. I don't know if ever there's anyone here who's, who can just explain this better. Indians just step in, if ever you can. But basically what happens is that the, the prosecutor represents the state in a particular case. And then you will have your own lawyer if ever you are you are the committer of crime, uh, then you, if ever, then you want the state's lawyer, then you will be represented by the legal aid. But on the other, on the other side, it will be the, 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 the prosecutor to deal with that. I, th I think H covered it nicely by saying yeah. the NPA has the authority to reject or decline the case, I mean, to, to accept or reject the case. So where mm. the NPA then rejects to take on a case, 
because the NPA can say it's not good enough, they're not going to take it on, or they are scared, like the example H used to take on this case. Then that's yeah. where the private prosecution comes in, and then they oh. use their own private body to take on that case. They use their own resources as opposed to the state's resources. Yeah. Okay. So private okay. prosecution should, be, should also be understood in two ways, right? So. There's one where the individual, where the NPA has said, we are declining to take this case to court. And then I, as the person, maybe I'm the spouse or I'm the child of the person who got murdered. Let's say it's a criminal case, for example. I then can say, okay, I want to pursue private prosecution. But I need a certificate from the NPA to say that, okay, we are not going to do this case. You can go ahead with it. That's what you need. That's when I'm an individual. But there's also what we would call uh, private prosecution by statutory bodies. So this is someone like departments that want to pursue some criminal actions <coughs> by themselves and not necessarily going through um, just the NPA, but they can hold it internally. So, so a statutory body would be like either departments or something that is done by, let's say, the public protector, for example. They could then institute similar kind of, of actions, which would be termed private prosecution in inverted commas. But private prosecution by individuals, you can only do that when you get a certificate from the NPA saying, hi, us, we don't think this case should go to court. And then like GT said, the individual would now have to handle the costs themselves, get their own lawyer, gather their evidence as well. But it must be reminded that in real fact, right, Lawyers are useless people, and I say this uh, tongue in cheek, but I'm serious, oh. right? <laughs> Not that they are useless. <laughs> no, I don't want. To, I, I'm just saying it. But in you can always go and represent yourself, right? You can always yeah, go and represent that, yourself. Yeah. But criminal cases are the purview of the state because the idea there is that we are trying to create precedent that will affect everyone. But your own cases, when you are serious about it, and let's say they don't want to take it on or they are taking too long, they must give you that certificate yeah. and then you can go and check it out yourself. So I'm not saying they're useless. Hey, maybe let me retract that. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying they're useless. I'm saying that justice requires that you can also go out there and sort of like defend yourself and put yeah. your case yourself. So there's always that private uh, power that individuals also have. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that was, yeah, yeah, that was, that was very useful because I think this is. Exactly why I needed such this this episode, money for such for such free education, uh, for GT to stop hiking there the whole time and dispense wisdom. Then, okay. <laughs> so, um, so so then okay then this uh, let me go continue with my storyline here, my 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 timeline of events here. Um. Ended up where we, with this NPA, um, they say um, by mistake they they sent media this this uh, document, uh, right? But we never know. So, but they sent this document. They talk about a loan that has been taken out by Kelikumalo to fund this this case. They, 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 because remember another version of events is these guys did come in and murder Senzo. It's them, but then it was. They were, um, what's the word, hired, so to speak, by, by Kikuma. That's another version of events. Uh, if, you, if, you, if you disregard the other uh, version that says this guy didn't even go into that house. But this loan, I've never, that was the first time I heard about this loan, actually, from following this case. So in 2021, um, 
Remember that the case had been postponed to March the 5th, and the, uh, the men appear in court. Uh, and then, yeah, there's another interesting point. So they appeared at the magistrate court, and the matter was transferred to the high court. I know this is another, probably one of those, a guy who didn't, law, who didn't do law kind of question. Uh, not necessarily the difference between the courts, uh, but when, the, when does this get to happen? You have heard about the appeal court where if things didn't go well, at, I think this is at the high court, can go to the uh, Supreme Court to appeal, right? But this one, why was it moved? Like, what, what circumstance in this particular case was a good enough reason to say that this case is not in the, I think you guys call it a jurisdiction. I don't know if that's the right language to use here, of the magistrate court. It's now in the jurisdiction of the high court. Can you give us the education here, another on, like when this case, how do they move between this 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 court? I know they obviously one is higher than the other, but and I think I think the appeal process also works in the same way. You can correct me there. So if you're not happy with the outcome of the high court, you then appeal to the next high court until you get to the constitutional court. I think. But in this particular case, what happened? I, I couldn't really. And I, I don't think I'm happy with what you're going to say. Your face didn't. No, uh, no, no. I was also saying that I, I, I didn't know about the move from magistrate to high court. Yes. In, so, but, but they don't say much. Yeah, they didn't say. They didn't say much about why. Isn't it about uh, north and south division? Is still in the high no, court. No, no. Mm -mm, no, I read up on that. So, so how do you explain that? So that one, the issue people had was, this is the case is going on in Pretoria at the moment, and they were saying, uh, why not? Uh, well, the other side, the south, which which uh, Foslaras and 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 every or Boxberg, whatever is around. So they were saying it doesn't matter. Apparently, something about since we have nine provinces, I think this came with the provinces thing. So there is no longer like a north and south per se, technically speaking. These are still basically part of just one uh, jurisdiction, so to speak. So it doesn't matter where, when you're in Gauteng, it doesn't matter whether your case is in Pretoria or it's in, in, it's in south. All that matters is that it's in the province, so to speak. I don't know if that makes sense. I heard up something like that, I don't know. So, like, when you're in the Pretoria High Court, you're as good as when you're in the south of Gauteng High Court. Like, there is no different. Yeah, they're both. A, a, a crime can happen in, or whatever case can happen in Pretoria, and it could be taken to either south or, or Pretoria. It, it, it really doesn't make a difference. That's what I had. But this, but this is still not a matter of whether magistrate and high court. This is just a conversation between the two high courts. I think... There was something like that, the conversation that was had of that nature. And they said when the provinces came in, I don't know what they removed in the, the structures such that every province has basically just one high court, technically speaking, even though there might be different, uh, like a south or a north, uh, in the case of Gaudet. I'm trying you to hear, are you... Is it coming from what Tefu said? Because Tefu's the one, Advocate Tefu, we haven't introduced the characters of the court yet. But yeah, Advocate Tefu is, is one who spoke about jurisdiction. Are you referring to that or there's something? No, 
else that you are speaking towards because think, what tefu was saying was neither here nor there because mm-hmm. uh, the houting division of high courts both the south wow. and the north can have jurisdiction so i'm saying is your claim coming from what tefu said because tefu was suggesting it should be closer to fosloras where the case happened right but the real thing is that the houting division the two high courts the north and the yeah. south have got yeah. concurrent jurisdiction i think that's the language that is used they've got jurisdiction over the same area so they, it's, it's fine in essence both can go in both places but there's one that's sort of like higher than the other as far as i understand so more of like the the principal court in Gauteng over there i'm not so sure if it's the north or the south but they can both handle the case i think it's the south but they can both handle the cases but you were ref- referring to a dispute from magistrate to high court that's what i'm not aware of uh, so and i was just so our, because my initial question was about the magistrate and the high court right the moving of the jurisdiction so i was just saying no no that's not what i was talking about basically i was just saying that's not what i meant so i was just basically also saying that that the north and the south thing doesn't matter like you're saying Mara, Mara, you should also like be careful when you're when you're talking because now you you're confusing you're confusing us. There are three courts involved. We don't know what you are actually asking here. Whether you are asking him about the movement from magistrate to the high court, or you're asking him about the two high courts. What's your question? If ever you just want to be clear. The high court. I was just remember trying to answer me, so I just say no. That I'm aware of, and maybe also try to. So my question is. Still the initial one. Why was the case moved from the magistrate to the high court, and 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 whether how, and how much does it matter that it was? Does it, like what? How much of a difference does it make? When was Tanayon, it? I think it was in the early days of the case. I, I remember those days. I think back in 2018 or 19, 2018 or 17, somewhere there. There it was in in uh, what was it? Uh, somewhere in the East End, ne? Yeah, 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 but it was it was it was it was once at some point in the, but again in a magistrate court in the East End somewhere, and then that's when they moved it to to what we call, um, to 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 high court. To high court. Yeah, 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 yeah. But now nah, I I wasn't following the whole case properly even back in the day. I never yeah, I wasn't aware of the shift. So who was the accused when it was in the magistrate court? It was still the same guys. It was still the same guys. These same five? Case. No, it wasn't these five. Man. Remember, there, there are so many people who came in. So <laughs> it before it moved to the high court. High court. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't huh? these five. This, these fives were introduced later uh, in the thing. Uh, no, it was only these five, Mchan. In 2017. No, this 2021. Now I'm trying to be giving you guys the dates. This no, 2021, no, no, no. the 5th of March. Moved in 2021. No, no, no. no. I, I don't know. Do, do you have where? Where did you where did you read that it was moved in in 2021? Yeah, I'm embarrassed to say I O L, but they wouldn't make it. No man. They wouldn't make it up like that. <laughs> No, 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 no. That's no, no. It was. <laughs> it was it was at the Boxback Magistrate Court in 2021, and it was transferred to the High Court. And this is before they even had advocate for. By the way, who who I didn't even know this as well that they had another lawyer and they dropped them. They dropped the lawyer before they took on advocate for. Uh, 
so when this happened, they were, they were still at the magistrate court. Oh, but I don't know, I don't okay, know what, I see what you mean, I guess if that, that's the case. Yeah. But I don't think it would have much of an effect anyway, because so there's, there's maybe just like theoretically explaining that there's two magistrates court. There's like a district magistrate court, which deals with very small matters. And then there's a regional, um, regional court, right? Uh, the regional court can deal with murder, rape, and much more serious crimes. The district court cannot do that. But the high court is much bigger in terms of what it can handle, even the amount of fines that can come out of that court than the regional magistrate's court. So I wasn't aware, and I'm not so sure why they moved it from the regional to the to the high court, but they would have the same jurisdiction because the regional magistrate's court can still handle those level of crimes like murder and so on but i'm not sure why the move move happened maybe it's something to explore in your supplementary episode as well but yeah i think they they, they if you're saying that is that i wasn't aware i was just aware of what if then said later on that this court doesn't, doesn't have jurisdiction it must stick to first loras but i'm not so sure what the move was <laughs> for <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I think we need to start getting into the characters now because yeah, they are time, time is still like on our side. Um, yeah, but before we, uh, but not not necessarily before, but I, th I think we can all mix them up nicely here. This this issue of the second docket and the second docket. Yeah, like well, guys, can you explain that? I think this is the most confusing part. Is this is this normal? First and foremost, is this something that would normally happen? And how is it handled? Like, what, what is this? How can you have, how can you have two dockets? So I don't know. Can you start off there? I think this is where the juice of this case comes in now, where now things are getting confusing now. Yeah. So the first docket, 636, was opened in 2014 when the incident happened. Then comes in the second docket, which was opened in 2019. Right? I tend to be corrected, but I think 2019, 2018, somewhere there. Yeah, that's when, <clears throat> Sure, that's when the second docket was opened. Now, the interesting thing is that the two dockets have different theories. 636 says people came into the house and took cell phones and shot cell phones. It was a robber. That's 636. This is the 2014 one. 2014 one. Yeah. And then 375 is no one came to the house. No one left the house. It was the same people where the shooting happened. So these are the suspects. Everyone who was at the house, they are the suspects for 375. So it's it's not a an unusual thing, but it's 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 not common. It's possible to happen because. They bo both cases have different investigating officers. 
And at the time they said it was, the docket was accepted by a junior prosecutor. So it has no standing. They said, we can't, we can't take it serious. <laughs> it was just accepted by a, a junior prosecutor. And it's coming Best after. One. Yes. The, the second one, 375. Oh, the second one? Yes. Yeah, the one that never got authorized or something. Yeah, the, the one that was never signed. So yeah. it, can't be, it can't be considered an indictment because it was never signed. So it has no merit on that basis. The fact that it wasn't indicted and signed and authorized that this thing should go for prosecution. Therefore, now it, it's neither here nor there. It has no merit. Merit that it has, uh, which Advocate Mshololo was then halting the proceedings for, was that the witness that was on the stand that's been cross-examined even till today, uh, Mr. Musia, deposed two affidavits, meaning he deposed one affidavit for the first docket, 636, and then he deposed another affidavit for 375. What do you mean by so, deposed? What does that word mean in English? He, he he basically wrote <laughs> an affidavit. I don't go to the police like, guys, I need to, to depose an affidavit <laughs> for my bazaar. I, I never used that word in my life. I've never used the word depose in my life. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, so, so in this instance, it's for evidence, it's for court documents. So it's very particular in this line that you are deposing an affidavit, you are swearing that you are the undersigned and you are on oath. It's the same thing basically, but for this one, it was for evidence. It's, it's because criminal procedures like puzzles, we use different puzzles to put together the, the whole picture and to get the, the entire crime scene. So, Advocate Mshololo defense for accused five is saying, hold on, now I didn't receive the second docket. I need to go through the second docket so that I can prepare my case in this cross-examination because this guy wrote two different statements for the first docket and for the second docket. You see, so she she now wants to piece it together to say, no, you say this in this affidavit, but you say something else in the first affidavit. But the docket itself. Just to ask a question. So, sure, sure, sure. so I, I heard somewhere, and I don't know if that's what you also mean, that even though the second docket is not, even though it doesn't get pursued, for, uh, uh, I don't know what's the right word, um, it can still be used as evidence. It doesn't, not yes. all is lost, not yes. all is lost. So is that is that what you mean here, that she she still, uh, uh, okay, wants to say, yes, this case, this docket is fine, no one is, but then I, I want to use it as a form of um, kind of an evidence for, for my case, for, for my client, so to speak, yeah. Sure, 
exec, yeah. which is, I think it's labeled exhibit C. Yes, exhibit C in the case itself. Yeah. So it's an exhibit. Yeah. The docket itself is, okay. is an evidence. Uh -huh. So which is very different to what therefore <laughs> is approaching it. Therefore is saying, no, this docket must be pursued. I want to try yeah. in a trial. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so <laughs> so advo advocate Mshololo understands the procedure and 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 the mechanisms of bringing up steel. That, like you said, not all is lost. Yes. You know, you can still piece it in as evidence. <laughs> but then how strong does it become as evidence as opposed to uh, what uh, our favorite advocate Depot is saying? Will, will it still, because I, I believe, I don't know, how, how, does, how do you guys, how, how, do you, can I put it, how do you guys weigh up evidence? Because I've been curious about this to say uh, there's this big uh, frustration by everyone that Musia and his team did not do the, the good job, right, at gathering the evidence at, at the scene. And it feels like all we are left with now is witnesses. Yeah. And I would like to believe, uh, my intuition would tell me that fingerprints that were taken by uh, the investigating officer, uh, blood samples and so forth, would hold more water than basically people just coming saying their version of events, especially given that, man, in this case, this is how many years has it been, but like their memories, because I also I wanted to ask you guys later about, like does the law even factor in things like that to say, it's been so many years, how much can we still trust the memory of those who are gonna stand there and say, Yes, I remember the day the person who walked in was wearing an Uzi hoodie. You know what I mean? So can you also? So yeah, can you just talk me through the, the the weight of the evidence, also linking it to the fact that advocating for once this docket to be pursued as a case, as a trial on its own, versus what advocating Charles says, it's like you know what, this is not a useless document just because you're not pursuing it. We can still. Uh, find a way to link it back in our case, does it not somehow become less of a strong piece of document when it's just a piece of evidence rather than a case in itself, so to speak? H, you want to take that one? We were reverting to the to the legal expert on oh. that, but the, the thing is... Um, Evidence needs to be corroborated. Evidence needs to be corroborated. That's that's a key factor of all kinds of evidence that's given. And corroboration means it must be backed up by something or someone or a couple of people who will then also say, "Oh, okay, that that was said, actually happened." That's that's how evidence gets weighed. So it's really about the 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 strength of the corroboration or someone backing it up. So if we say that Jebe was in the crime scene. And the corroboration would be this uh, DNA of his in there that we found, or there's blood samples of his that we also found in there, or there's 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 his hat, or the glasses that he wears, the shoes that he has that he's wearing on this picture. Now you're just corroborating that evidence. So how much? So if you can do it with over like different layers, like if you can layer the corroboration up to a very high level then it's, it's, it, it becomes strong. So it doesn't matter from which docket it might come from. If it is evidence, the corroboration would be how we weigh. So even in this case, 
if three if six three six is saying that uh, there was a shot from long low 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 long right long right if that's what he's saying then corroboration would be getting the gun or getting the what are those things the capsules that come with a bullet if you can tell we are south africans who are unarmed what's that thing called that thing that comes out when the yes, bullet goes bullet. <laughs> yes <laughs> that that thing so that's how you would be corroborating over it so it's really a matter of corroboration not so much uh, about which from which sense. documents it come uh, from which document it comes from what's shocking for me is just how different the the, the theories are in both dockets and for me, what has been disappointing about this whole case is a crime that happened when people were there and were alive, like when it happened, uh, shouldn't be, I don't think, this difficult to at least come to one solid idea of what happened. I'm not saying solving it, but like one solid idea of what happened. Like there's no way it should be this contrasting, man. It's contrasting to have five people who are accused and a mastermind and have another one which says that it happened from within the house. That's like the 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 on a on a spectrum, it's too polarized. Yeah. But the evidence will 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 tell us the truth if it's not oh, being yeah. hidden. But yeah. yeah. Then another question I have because I've been curious about this. Like now, especially I got this sense when I was watching that that Netflix documentary, it feels like if if another another version of many stories is uh, <clears throat> the people in the house know what happened and just a mistake, I'd say by Kilikumalo and I'd say by Longway, you know what I mean? But it sounds like there was a, a some kind of a fight or a squabble and a gun went off and that's how um, Senzo got shot and now it felt like people got together like this. We need to come up with a story to cover up this whole nonsense. And 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 then uh Avidavitis would have been was the deported. Deposed. Deposed. would have been deposed on the day, and people would be obviously if if that was their their coming together and coming up with a story, a conspiracy together to say, guys, we need to have this one story that we stick to. What does the law say about someone who now wants to come back and say guys i felt like i was being intimidated on the day i have a true black we, we see with zandikuma uh, now she sounds like she's this person when she takes the stand she's going to spin it on we hear a lot of that but she, she it sounds, i don't think she ever said all of that initially will it not uh, because there's this thing, what do you guys, is it perjury when you, when you lie under oath? Is that, is that the right word? Would you yeah. not be, and they, and they in a, in a stuck between a rock and hard place in terms of, am I going to incriminate myself by saying I lied initially, now I have, I'm, I'm ready to tell the truth versus I'm just going to stick to the original story at all costs because I don't want to get incriminate, I don't want to incriminate myself for something else, because if not for a murder or com complicity, complicity in murder, then it's perjury. Like literally, you 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 just have to stick to your story. What, what do the law say in that sense? Because I'm sure the law would want to encourage people to now tell the truth, right? 
but it, it sounds like the law is also standing on its own self if it, it, it is a difficult thing to do if now you said something in your original affidavit and now you can't change it you have to stick to it even though now you are ready to tell the truth i don't know if gt you want to take that one on. so you are asking what the law says when yeah well, what are the something? options as a witness so yeah so let's take Zandi, for example. Let's take Zandi. Zandi, that's Zandi. Kelly's sister is Zandi, right? Yeah. Let's take Zandi. Yeah. She's now, let's say, she's in a position to finally want to tell the truth. Is yeah. she protected by the law or she'll get into trouble for telling the truth when she didn't initially? Who is she telling this truth to? Whenever, let's say, she takes the stand eventually as part of the, let's say, the docket two. Let's take this hypothetical scenario. Uh, advocate Michelle gets her way, she gets to use the um, as, uh, second docket as part of the evidence and obviously to corroborate that second docket, which implicates people in the house, <coughs> because called in as one of the people and she's like, guys, um, I have to confess, I can't sleep at night, this thing is, is really, you know what I mean, so I'm finally ready to tell the truth. Meanwhile, her, her original abidavity doesn't, doesn't, um, it's not consistent with what she's going to um, tell the court on the day of her, uh, of her taking the stand as a witness. It can, it can, does the bravery, will the bravery come in handy here? Will she get rewarded for being brave? Or will she get into trouble for, for contradicting what she initially, let's say, wrote in her David? Yeah, uh, I'm not sure what trouble she can get into, but uh affidavit you're supposed to oath you state that you yeah. oath to tell the truth as well as court you say you you are under oath you are telling the truth so if she comes out and gives a different story from her affidavit then okay then we will take what saying is her truth her new truth then we'll establish now that you are she's putting to us now the truth as opposed to what she put in her affidavit so now we are just following the trail so the court will then assess to be like okay this is a new version it's common cause that the prosecutor and the defense agree that the affidavit was a lie it's fine i don't think she will get arrested. So there won't be perjury, isn't that, isn't that where perjury comes in? No, when you lie. I mean, also, also, the person can also say that, you know, under, uh, during those particular point in time, uh, this is what made me say what I wanted to say. Yes, of course, if ever you lie under oath, that, 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 that is it. You're going to be charged for your perjury and what. But if ever, then they come with that other statement and then they come up with the reason to say that maybe... You know they they said what they said because you know um we ever threatened them or said this so that that this is how you should actually go on about you know putting on your statement then you can be justified in that particular manner so yeah, yeah, yeah it really it really you know goes to that particular extent and the person can always say that you turn around the statement and then you pin it on whatever the situation that makes you like sure and then it also goes to so the you can lawyer your way around the statement and make it sound like you're not changing it. Is that <laughs> what you're saying, GT? 
Yeah, yeah, you're basically saying this is what made me say what I said earlier. Um, I wasn't supposed to say it, uh, but due to this particular circumstances, this is what made me say it. But here's the... Because I was getting that sense that, I was getting a sense that the people in that house were, if if the story, one of the stories is true, they, they are just now scared to change the story they originally told. I was getting that sense. And I thought part of the reason might be getting into that kind of trouble. It sounds like it's not that hard to just say, never mind what I said in 2014, I've got a new story now. Now, if they are capable of putting on the lie and keeping it for so many years, they are also capable of coming back and say, this is what actually happened. Is this what they teach you guys in those school guys? So they're teaching you guys, so this is a spinning now. You, are, you can spin the story. Yeah. You are under you can say, So you said the lawyer can sit them down and say, listen, Zandi, Zandi, listen. What you said that day, we know you're not in good mind. Yeah. We know you're a bit drunk yeah. and on vodka. Mm-hmm. This is how we're going to turn it around. Mm. Yeah. When you said this and that, you can tell the court that what you really actually meant was one, two, three. GT, that's how you sound like. It sounds like, come on, bruh. What's, what's so hard about just going to change what he said in your video? Because like, now I used to think it was like a big deal. I thought that was part of it is a big the deal. reason why they are so scared to come out now because they, they already gave their statement initially on what happened on the day. Now they're like, yo. So, you know, you it know, sounds you like know, it's not, it's not know, so hard. There's a lot of, um, uh, under any other, you know, you know, um, circumstance that you might find yourself in, you can say whatever that you want to say, right? So, and that does not necessarily mean that at that particular point in time when you're saying it, it is true event of what happened. So later on, when you decide to come back and change your mind and say, no, I want to tell the truth, you say that this is what made me say what I said earlier. So it might be because... That's true in Michola, but I thought in law, when you say something under oath... <laughs> They assume that, yeah, in Jolla, you can come back with a, with a version of your own. But I thought when <laughs> but you I think, something... But I think Mjolo is perfect. I think Mjolo is perfect for you to sort of like understand, right? How do you prove? Yeah. Because yeah. the issue with law is that you must prove. You must prove. So even when we accuse yeah. you of perjury, right? Mm-hmm. We must prove that yeah. you lied under mm-hmm. oath. But then yeah. if you present other facts that decide that, no, I was under duress, no, na akarobalaliena, neri rubezi. Last time, kirile, neri rubezi. Akarobalaliena, neri rubezi. Then you sort of like spun it around. You haven't really right. said. <laughs> so, you, and how do you prove that it didn't happen if there isn't like physical hard facts that this happened? So that spinning is part of the law, particularly because the legal regime is about proof and proving whatever yeah. claims we make. Yeah. And the proof is difficult. Trust me, it's difficult to prove. Yeah. The same way in Mjolo, yeah. I've had guys found, you've heard this in movies, it's not what it looks like. Like The guy is found red-handed and his response yeah. is, it's not what it Shake. looks like. Oh. Shake, yeah. Shake, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, and then, and another thing, on that note, another thing I'm curious about, and it's, I don't know, it's just a, I don't know whether to call it a principle or what, but, like, guys, how do you prove innocence? Because I'm thinking now, like, how do you prove an absence of something? If 
These guys, as they are, all they are literally saying is, guys, we don't know anything about this case. Will what will proving that be? Will it be I was I, where I was on the day? Because it's so hard to prove an absence <laughs> of something. I, I did not, or to prove it to to provide evidence for a negative. I'd argue it's even easier actually to prove what you did not do. I, I that's just me theoretically speaking, right? But maybe yeah. the guys can touch on. I'd argue it's it's easier because you just need to prove that you did not do what you are being accused of, right? Uh, so you sort of like uh, what you are saying. So you just work with the facts that have been presented to you, and you just disprove those that have been presented to you. So. Which is why sometimes it's easier for the defense to win in criminal cases because they just need to prove that what is being uh, asserted or deposed or what has been deposed by, by the prosecution, yeah, what the prosecution said, what the prosecution said, they just need to prove that it did not happen. But the prosecution yeah. has to prove beyond reasonable doubt that this actually happened. So these so guys the can just say whoever is accusing yes. Whoever is, yep. is saying this happened, it remains with them. So if I'm chilling there and I'm saying no, we were five, we were at Conga, uh, and those guys are saying we were at Conga, and there's pictures of them at Conga at the time of the murder. Then you can sort of like prove your innocence with much more ease. To pin guilt, much like in Mjolo, man. To pin guilt is much more difficult. And I think maybe that's a good uh, concurrent metaphor to run with this, given that uh, Senzo and Kelly were in Mjolo, which ended him where he was. Can I play this clip that he said that uh, this, this, is, this remains a classic? yeah, so which brings us to, to that uh, the character, the most infamous, controversial character of this whole case. So which version do you guys believe? Can you tell us, do you guys believe it's Kelly? Do you guys believe it's Longwear? Do you guys believe if it's Kelly, it's not her with her own hands, but she's the one who, who burned these guys? Do you guys believe there was a threesome? Remember the version is... So, <laughs> Where's Zandi Kelly and Senzo having a threesome and longer was annoyed, came in, that's another bit. Which version do you guys believe? Which guy, what version do you guys think is the most likely true version of all these events we hear? So, like, honestly, when you're just sitting there and watching these things unfold, what do you guys think? Go first, Mchan. I think I probably trust more, your opinion more on this more than anyone else here. <laughs> But you you won't you won't get the answer you are looking for. <laughs> because I'm I will only trust the version at the end of the case. I'll only be able to ascertain what happened. Am I also doing your PhD or something? What's going on here? That's a PhD answer. You just intuitively, yes, 
Yes, of course. Of course, that's true. We let the <laughs> Lord decide the course. But you, 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 you can't expect me to have a theory. It, because what is what informs my theory? Yes, okay, let's say, let's put it, let me put my question like this. There are all these different versions, and you've kind of seen pieces of the evidence here and there, watching the proceedings. And which version is the most likely? Okay, let me put, I'm putting you now in the shoes of, of the, uh, the judge now, who so far, if you were to make the decision as the judge, to say, this is the version of events from what I can tell from what Advocate Michelle has said, what, what Advocate for has said, what uh, the witnesses understand have said so far. What's, so your, far. What's, your, what's, your intu what's your legal intuition telling you? So far, there's only been one witness. And to go by that, I don't think No, it's... no, you're not, you're not going, getting off the hook, Michelle. <laughs> when oh. you're sitting... <laughs> you're not getting off the hook, Michelle. Yes, based on that one witness so far, based on uh, the defendant's lawyers so far, based on the little bit of information you have outside the court, you also have some, there are also some things you hear outside the court, right, that have not yet been presented or that might will never probably get presented. There are all these things happening outside the, the, the court itself that you are aware of that I'm giving you now even the power to say you have to make to, to make your to, to give me your, your assessment can even use the evidence beyond the one kind of what's the judge's name uh, H, uh, so what's his name um, I want the name and I like the name of uh, so what's his name which one the judge the the the, 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 the what do you guys call the, the my lord my that guy Yes, I'm giving you the more power than him now, yeah, whatever his name is, to say you can even use what you've heard from, let's say, Kelkumala's reality show, what you've seen on Netflix, what you've read on Twitter. You can now, based on those pieces of information, what's your intuition? What are you, what are you leaning towards here? Which version yeah, of the story are you leaning towards? This claim that it's not a legal intuition or it's not legally informed. Okay. It's just... It's it's just humanly informed. Yes, okay. there's that's nothing that's to do. I can do. take that. I can take that. Yeah, let's take that yeah. approach. Rather. Chifiwa, by the way, Chifiwa, yeah, that's the name of Slingman. Yeah. So, from what I've I've observed so far, yeah, uh, the way the the first witness, the for the so-called forensic expert, how he's evidence was basically rubbished by both counsels, by both, uh, both of the defense advocates. Uh, his, his version of events sounds uh, shady, which makes me think that it was organized, it was tempered with. That one, I think I can, I can say from, from listening to him and from, from um, observing how how he's tackling the questions is that he was kind of advocate therefore say he was he was managed because he was he was a junior at that time he was a constable and there was a higher official at the crime scene 
So I agree with what they are putting to him that he was managed to take certain evidence to only capture this part of the house, to only capture these fingerprints. That much I can say there was some management from the authorities because the way in which the crime scene was approached was different to a normal crime scene. You know, I mean, this guy takes how long to get to the crime scene? 30, 45 minutes to get to the actual crime scene. He's going to the hospital, then he goes there. You can already see that already, they were already fabricating the story from when for, uh, Sergeant Musia arrived. The story was already established. He was told, this is what you're going to say, and this is how you're going to capture this evidence. So from that point, yeah. I agree that he so was managed so, from so, that perspective. So so mm. far, you think there's a conspiracy not just between the members of the house, it's uh, the people who are in the house, but also the people in the house with someone in authority to say yes. Okay, okay. So I I believe the incident happened, and then they called the authorities personally. Maybe there I think was they a, started with yeah. Chico Tala. I think Chico Tala. Chico Twala. Chico yeah. Twala probably organized yeah. the authority to, to come and handle the situation. Yeah. So maybe the question you are alluding to is which 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 docket am I leaning more towards? Am I leaning more towards 375 or 636? Yes. Did, did people enter? So I was watching this Zandikumalo interview now, and yeah. she, she she makes a comment that that house is so small, you know, <coughs> just being five people, you, you have no space. You know, she, she was basically emphasizing how small the place is with five people that it already feels like a full house, but it's a three bedroom house, two or three bedroom house, but she, she makes it seem small. And then I was, it just occurred to me that now they are saying these five guys came inside that, that house where there were already seven people. Now I can already imagine the how full it must have been this house. You know that. So, so yeah. I think they say if I, I correct me, because I think they said two entered, right? Two entered. Out of the five, out of the five, I think two. The virgin is two entered. I think the the other three. I don't know. The other one was outside. sitting outside. The other one was in the car, something like that. But I think only two entered the house as as far as this story is concerned. But yeah, but I think the, po the point still stands. There were five people already in the there house. Were five people two, in the house. Two or three entered, yeah. Sure. Because they yeah. are saying in the house there were seven. There were seven people. Already, yeah. Already. And then yeah. let's say two more entered. Yeah. It just feels like a full house. It, it, yeah. And why specifically one person would get killed? See that that's a hit, you know? If one person is, is getting killed out of all of this. So, but then what if then, if, if I was to play the devil's advocate here, um, they say, because if the version, the version is, it's a, it's a failed robbery, right? So, if the intention was not to go there and just mass shoot people, they were trying to rob or something. Yeah. So, shooting only one person out of the seven is not a crazy thing to happen because that's not that they were not there to kill people they were there yeah. to try and grab whatever they could find and oh shit they killed one person in the process and in that process they don't even 
pick whatever they can find. No, 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 that's why they say it's a failed robbery. It was an attempted robbery, which didn't... They took the phone, by the way, up. Yeah, they took Kelly Kumalo's phone, which is which is also another interesting aspect. Yeah, <laughs> you know, so so there's a phone, the specific phone that's been taken in this in this so-called failed robbery. No, if you're going to do a robbery, if, if it fails, you get away with this one simple phone. I mean, that's a failed robbery, right? You didn't get what you went there for. And, and didn't they say they collected all the cell phones and then they put them in one place or something like that? You mean with the police? No, no, no. Or during the robbery with the guys? Oh, I don't know that. I don't know that part. I don't know that part. So, so that they don't call the police or something. Is it? Okay, I'm not aware that that part of the story. But as they run away, they quickly take, they pick one phone, and it's Kenny Kumarasolo's cell phone. And they run past Longway, Twala outside because he was outside. I don't know what he was doing, smoking, and he's out there chilling while people are getting murdered inside the house. And there's this X X what X five outside. The keys are there. They they run away how like do they have a getaway car? Well, they, yeah, they said they said that's why it's five guys. I think the other one or two were in the car waiting for these ones who ran out of the house, something like that. Because that's how robberies I think happen. I mean they wouldn't go there without a car. If you're going to, if the plan was yeah. to rob, you want to come come out of there with a TV and with a laptop or something. You're gonna need a bit of transportation. I mean, but what, what do you think they were there to rob? Well, the house, out, uh, house items, the, the, the normal guys that the normal things that South African criminals always rob: the <laughs> laptop, the I don't know whatever the house items, the phones. In a full house, like it's a full house. You are maybe entering that's why it a full failed. house to rob if, it. If maybe that's why it failed, then because there were too many people in the house. No, but because, that's because not how is, South African criminals do it, though. So, South African yeah, criminals so. are, are late night guys. When it's quiet, if they wanna rob, if yeah. they wanna, if they are specific about the household items, they will enter not at eleven, not at ten. This thing happened very much during the time we know people are not sleeping. The car was parked outside. There was noise. A lot was happening in that house. But the thing is, we in can go. House. There's too many loopholes for us to discuss here. There's a lot going on. And I don't yeah. think we will yeah, come so, to, yeah, yeah, to like a pointed, yeah. pointed, pointed way. My interest, just yeah. to throw it in there, I'm interested in Maggie Peary. That's my most fascinating person yeah, in this lady. whole thing. <laughs> the, the lady who went into clean. Like that she cleaned lady, the, yeah. the crime scene. I'm interested in her thought process <laughs> because what did she think she was doing? Like, was she just, is she oh. a cleaner of the house? Who yeah. told her to come clean? Because she doesn't live there. Yeah, she and she was not in the there. house, I think. I think she wasn't was... even in the house, according to what the theories are saying of who was in the house when the robbers yeah. came in. Yeah. So I'm I'm interested in her thinking, like, okay, <laughs> what did you do to clean? Was it a bucket? What did you oh. do with the blood? All that kind of stuff. Because did she have music playing. I mean, you can't clean a house <laughs> you know? without music. You can't play music without R&B. Was she playing Kelly Kumalo's song when she was cleaning? Was she playing Chikotwala's music? Yeah. Where was the thought process when she was doing this? Because I mean, there's a lot that in this case, and maybe to just jump in before you even ask me is that I think the idea is to make it impossible to prove either theory. Yeah. I think that's I think that's where they're driving towards. So you are just creating enough problems in terms of yeah. where this thing is going, such that 
it becomes, we can't prove either way because you really have to prove beyond reasonable doubt. And that burden of proof is very high because we are already doubting all kinds of theories here. Like everything is is doubtable. Like there's too much doubtable. Whether it's 636 or 375, there are, there's too much cloud around whether it happened or not. So I think the idea must have been to try drive towards just enough chaos. Point. Yeah, just yeah, no. fastly they get to a point where it's difficult to prove beyond beyond reasonable doubt. But if I had to put my head on the chopping block, I'm not a legal expert, so I've got nothing to lose here. Uh, <laughs> I'd, I'd definitely jump in. And I say I think it happened inside the house. I I I I don't think the the robbery failed. My thing is these five guys are supposed hitmen. Nkabis, as it were. They yeah. don't seem like guys who fail at robberies, right? If they are these serious guys. Hitman. Especially yeah. if also the idea is that they came out of prison. They were taken out of prison to come and do this job specifically. I don't think they are guys who fail. Like, I think yeah. these are guys who... Yeah. They should be respected in their yeah. mafia ways, right? They shouldn't be disrespected like that. Don't disrespect hitmen like that. You can't just <laughs> tell them they failed at robbing. Who do you think pulled the trigger? Because that was going to be mine. Also, like, follow up. Who do you think pulled the trigger then? So, your theory now is leading towards people in the house. So, now we have seven to choose from. Yeah. So, therefore, confused me. I first thought it was long way who pulled the trigger. After watching the Netflix documentary, yeah, same, same. I yeah. thought it, it would be long, but then Tefo says something interesting and says it was Kelly Kumalo. Right. But with long was gone, I think nothing. With long was gone. Yeah, gone. I think long was yeah. gone is is implicated there somehow. I I, I, <laughs> I believe his instrument was used. So, but do you think this was a mistake, like a genuine mistake, when they were fighting and something went wrong, or you think it was a deliberate? Like, I'm trying to kill you now, kind of thing. Yeah, I think it was deliberate. Why, why, do, why, why do you think so? Why do you think it was deliberate? Based on, like, when you look at what? Because, because my intuition, because I, 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 it's late, I move between, I move between these two versions of the story, long way or, or Kelly. But when I go to Kelly, my intuition is always, ah, man, I think one of those, fighting and that went wrong and something happened and just the gun went off by mistake somewhere along the, the way or or if not a, a, if not a, a classic mistake but a hit of the moment i was too angry kind of um shooting rather than Time of passion. today i had planned to murder since so like a premeditated so so to speak i don't think that's premeditated I want to hear your theory of why you think it, it was deliberate. It was deliberate. Because there seems to be a love affair going on between, is it the sister, Zandi, and Senzo's friend, Dumelo. Yes. Senzo is trying to hook up Dumelo with Zandi. Mm. And Zandi is actually long ways girlfriend yes so i think he knew that they are there at the house 
No, wait, are you, are, you, are you explaining that if it's long, who pulled the trigger version now or if it's Kelly? If it's long way. Oh, if it's long way, yes, yes. Okay, the long way, yeah. Yeah. So, so it, you believe in the threesomes version? You believe in the threesome story? You, this sounds like a... Is it a threesome? You have not heard Nota, Nota's docket? Oh, Nota is a docket also. Nota is a docket, I'm trying to wait. The threesome things and Like Nota, you know what I like about uh, Nota's story? He didn't care that there were other people in the house. <laughs> These people are having a threesome. While there was Jelly <laughs> like this three, in that small house, he said this house was small and chan. Zandi says we were having a threesome time. In the presence of Kenny Kumalos mad. So when so imagine what Maggie had to clean up age <laughs> with no transmission. Imagine what make the shit. And the nonsense that Michonne made here to come and clean up. Because the threesome clean up, I'm sure it's not a, a, a very clean setup there. So that's what I like about Nota's door. It just disregards everyone else in their house and just zooms into the three characters. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying, I think, I, actually, I don't know, niggas, uh, I'm worried about time now. Also, we haven't spoken about that with Hiti, from niggas Ish, can I hear your vision? Ish, can you have your vision? GT, can you have your vision? And we can. Can I still a few of your minutes and we can just talk about the advocate himself, the one and only? Sure. Ish, can I hear your, your. Okay, you've already explained what you think the motive you have, what they're trying to do here. And I think I agree with him. And I've been getting that sense to say they know how the law works. You, it's, it's not a must that someone must get charged. The process can go on and the procedure, what do you guys call it? The criminal procedure act can get, uh, um, what's the word? It can be uh, not followed properly and people can get off like that, just like that. So there can be an instance where no one gets arrested because the process, the due process has just not followed. So at age 10, what do you think actually happened? Hey, let me start with Nota. Man. I think Nota meant like the threesome had happened before. I mean, Nota was a comrade at four years old. I don't think he would. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Genius. <laughs> that you was, know, Nota is our South African. He was a baby genius. Guys. I think he's our South African. He was a baby genius. Can you give the man his flowers while he's still alive? So maybe he meant it in a higher level than we can make sense of. I think that's <laughs> the reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> but I. So I, I I think there's that's what they're driving towards. It's just like confusing the whole system. Mm, and I said that I think it happened in the house. Mm-hmm. I also think it is accidental. Yeah. Uh, because the motive to cover up would be around trying to not get in trouble. You, you get what I'm saying? Because of who you have killed by accident. So you try as much as possible to cover it up. I mean, there are other theories that the wife could have wanted to kill him as well because of the affair. Uh, Kelly herself could have wanted to kill him as well because, but I, that one I doubt because, I mean, why would I see people are evil, but just kill the ma- the father of your child in front of the grandmother is a bit weird. And they went good terms. And they went good terms. They even came from a concert that day with Kelly. 
So, so I don't think that's it. So I think it was accidental. The and guy. Was scared, no, 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 no. I think it was long way. I think it was long oh, way. Okay. in the midst of a fight. That's definitely where I'm leaning towards. And it was his gun. His story is the one that confuses me. The idea that he ran out, sort of like wanted to place him outside of the scene very quickly. And there's been a clip that has made rounds on social media about whether or not he had his phone when he ran out or or whether he was he left his phone in the house. So there's a part where he says his house was in his phone was in the house. And the other thing is the township suggests that you can scream when there's a problem. And he says he ran out but he couldn't because people were sleeping there. But Maggie was awake to come and clean yeah. after. Like <laughs> so he it's it's there. So I think they were trying to place Longway outside the actual thing when it happened yeah. and they are they are making things so hey i don't know these are all speculations and i think we must be very uh, serious about that we are speculating right and yes, we're speculating no, on what is is public but if i had to speculate I'd, I'd put my money on 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 that it's 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 a weird thing also i think they said kelly called a couple of people as soon as it happened and one of, them, was one of them that that for me that's a weird thing to do uh, yes, he's a record label manager, but you don't sit there and think about your record label. I don't even think he's the record label manager, to be fair. I think he's the uh, producer, yeah. He's just the producer for her, yeah. Yeah, so it's not the guy you think about when you are down and out. That shouldn't be well. <laughs> even if it is, that shouldn't be the second call you make, right? Mm -hmm. And at the same time, I, I think, I don't know if I'm right, but the Netflix series suggested that that was the call that was made. But I yeah. thought the phone was stolen. I'm not, I'm, I'm, so there's just a bit of a question mark around how everything played out there. But I, I'm convinced it was a mistake. When you do a mistake, you are more likely to be, to see the incentive of covering up than if you did it on purpose, I think. So this is my, just my thinking around, you've got a legitimacy morally, you think, because you think <laughs> that the truth will be difficult to make sense of. So you sort of like cover up your mistake. But if you did a crime, almost like premeditated, right? To cover it up is much harder. And I think we saw it with the Pistorius case, how he came out of bed. It was difficult for him to put, to pin it together as a sign of an intruder. I mean, using the intruder example again, right? And shooting from the, from the toilet and all that. It was difficult to cover. But I think when you did something by mistake, it's, it's, it's the incentive to do it morally is higher. And I think that's what they, they, they've they've come to do. But let's see how it, it plays out. Yeah. My 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 sense is that it won't go far though. But yeah, I've said <laughs> uh, before we go we go to detail. Um uh, okay, so now we're moving between Longer and and and, and Kid. But now what do you guys think of um because not a public sentiment, by public sentiment I mean black tweet. <laughs> is that there's this frustration or this annoyance with Kelly that she's she doesn't seem to be because if 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 what you what we are speculating that this was a genuine mistake either by her or by a long way she would be so broken by the fact that someone actually died at the end of the day she seems to be on this defense leave me alone it's not me kind of attitude no. rather than the Yo, I'm so sad she, he's gone and I can't believe I fucking did that. It's a mistake or long way did that. Like this, like you say, it's difficult to reconcile if it's a mistake with reality itself. But there's still this sad part if 
genuinely, honestly, you are sad that someone you love passed away and was murdered that brutally, and especially if it was a mistake. This thing that would keep coming up that would still notice her break. She never, but she's this, like, I don't give a fuck person. The other day she even said, since was unknown before, before she dated her, before he dated her. You know what I mean? It's like, there's this sense of arrogance about her, like, I'm so annoyed that you guys keep saying it's me, leave me alone, rather than just being like sad by what happened, even though she might know the truth, might be hiding the truth, but knowing that the plan was not for him to get murdered. Well, it would for me, my my response would be again, I mean it's we're speaking legally or we're speaking about the law today. So it's about proving. If I had to just like prove why I still think she's still arrogant despite it being a mistake it would be her origin story right like who she yeah. is how she grows up her relationship with the mother for example it's weird for me that someone dies in my house as the mother and i don't insist on going to see the parents of the people or try to make amends or go and send whatever i'm sending so i just think inside that household is a is a is a is a is a weird kind of attitude towards life, I'd say, because the mother should be thinking, this is the grand, this is my grandchild's father who died. So there's like family <laughs> links that I should be trying to make. But the fact that the mother, Kelly's mother, doesn't do even that or insist on that, for me, suggests that the origins of her life in terms of maybe growing up suggests that at a moment even like that, the Ubuntu will fail. I, I, I'm just no. assuming, but that's me trying to make sense of it. But I agree, it, it doesn't make sense if it was a mistake to not at least break down, to mm. play into the mistake or to play into the version of events. But I, 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 I think her origin story suggests that she will be an arrogant somebody, given that the mother is also <laughs> operating in this man. Also, if you take the fact that. <laughs> this threesome was happening in her presence. It could have given notice. <laughs> no, no, no. Notice it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But even if it wasn't, hey amen. I know old people who still struggle to drink in front of their parents, but it seems like it was a party in there. And no, whatever. But also, and I mean, that's, <laughs> I don't want to make speculations about townships and the outputs that it can have. Well, the people. townships in particular, yeah. I think the <laughs> townships in particular, yeah. Sure. Hey, now I'm from Zabibia. I can't make such claims sure. because I will get <laughs> I will get shut down. But it's like it's for me. It's that kind. It's that line of thinking. Like exactly what you say. For sure, Maggie was also cleaning up white things. I imagine lines of coke. That's a speculation I, I have. That's also possible. Yeah. So I I I think with that said, I think it makes sense why she would still be as she was because the mm. sister wasn't any better to be fair yeah. in her interview so even he her was, personality uh, still has this like, thing about like it. it's like no one died man like yeah. the way they're operating is like no one died and i'm i'm just maybe throwing it into maybe give lots maybe what to think like this because I, I it's difficult to reconcile but i understand it doesn't make sense but if i had to pin it on something i'd, I'd go that way did <laughs> Yeah, wow. Interesting what you guys are saying here, man. <laughs> but I think my question is, how powerful is uh, Chico Twala? Yeah, that's a big question. Yeah. I think he might be quite powerful than you think, yeah. So, 
if ever maybe then that's the case um because you guys are saying the first person that was called uh, in that house was was chico in actual fact by by a lot of people are saying that chico has been called by kelly kumalo yeah um why would kelly kumalo be calling chico twala for if ever maybe this is the father of his child uh, that just died. He's supposed to be calling people in KZN or whatever. Mm-hmm. But he's decided, she's deciding to call Chico because, you know, uh, maybe out of, uh, uh, how can I put it? She's, um, she's not in a good state of mind. She's scared of what just happened or, you know, um, but because it involves, it might possibly be involving Chico's son, then he has to know um, that this is what has actually happened. So if then that's the case, then um, Chico would then come up with an idea of how we're going to deal with the situation. Uh, what has happened in the house, obviously then, it's it's something totally different to what I'm talking about right now because I would imagine if ever there were like five people, this wasn't a planned thing. The Kelly and Senzo were going maybe to the house to do whatever that they were going to do there, and uh, there was a different you know plan altogether. But because of maybe what they normally do when they link up at that house, you know, which might be a different activity that we might even be. You know, you know, um, knowing that particular information of what they get up to when they go there, because I mean, um, why would why would they go if ever it's intended? Why would Kelly go to his mother's house to kill somebody there uh, while they have their own house wherever that they live? And I long when I was Andy, so it was a whole event mm-hmm. where if ever somebody says they were lining whatever that they normally line. Uh, and then they the end grand up, part, the grand part. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> so then yeah. they end up doing, you know, crazy things, and then you know, out of grudges of out of whatever that ha- well, that might have happened between Lowe and Senzo, then it end up being that situation. Um, it end up being that situation. Kelly might have decided because there was a vision of uh, Kelly trying to, you know, help um, Senzo from being shot, you know, standing yeah. in front so that. You know, he he then decided no, rather me than you. Yeah. So then that happened. So I I I, I so, think so, China, so so to make sure. So now you are eliminating the the aspect of premeditation. So you are saying yeah yeah no it's not the, the, it doesn't sound like something was planned in advance. Yes, which I think is fair. Yeah, yeah. I, I honestly don't think it was planned in advance, and I think it also caught Kelly. Uh, by surprise as well. I don't think she also knew. But look, this is just speculation. I honestly I even never wanted to give my whole opinion about what might might have happened in that particular house because I just feel like, you know, nobody knows. And mm, you're doing a, you are doing a PhD, so we understand. Well, the last but, word of this podcast should be allegedly. That's the last word we should say. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> These are, are literally just all allegations, guys. Yeah. I don't want one day um, being appointed as so and so, and then all of a sudden there's a fucking thing that's coming up. <laughs> no, that's that I was no, waiting. 
I'll put a disclaimer. disclaimer at the beginning of the intro, guys. I don't know how to phrase it legally. You guys will send me messages. I'll phrase something. Because yeah. you, know, you know how crazy these things are. You are, yeah. you are recording this. You're saying all of these things. And then you're caught by surprise, man. <laughs> when they, a video they play comes. it at the interview. No, I get it. No, I'll put a disclaimer, gents. I'll put a disclaimer at the beginning. I don't yeah. know what kind, so just, which will really uh, try to help and... Yeah, in all honesty, it's not a true vision, or or like it's not it's not how I'm thinking of this entire thing. It's just you know as you know having a communication and thinking for the streets. This is how you know um, we went on about tackling this entire thing. But yeah, yeah I think um, I think my question just obviously is you know how powerful is this man? If ever you guys are really saying that you know they 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 tried you know, to hide uh, whoever the, the real killer of Senzo Mewa is. Because for how long are you going to then, you know, protect this person? And if ever that's, you know, the father of, of, of this guy who actually did, who might have did it, then, you know, that's, it's, it's, it's insane. I, I honestly don't think he's that powerful. Yeah, and what do you think, China, speaking of, of what do you think of that weird thing he did some other time with the gun? Can I was the story there? He pointed a gun, he got arrested briefly. Um, it was a different was, incident, right? Yeah. This is like very yeah. recent. This is like, some, yeah, like yeah. very, like I think before, the case started this year. Yeah, I think, I think, I think, I think. Do you think that honest, was part of the I think plot? To... Honest, you know, um, I, th- I think, you know, I tend to agree with hate with what he says about, you know, the type of upbringing people do have. It goes to say, uh, it goes to show about these people's parents. I mean, mm. there is Chico and there is Kelly's mother on the other side. Doing whatsoever that they're doing, you know. Uh, and and Longo, it looks like those, you know, those spoiled kids. Yeah. You know, the bullshit kind of kids. Yeah. So yeah. on the fourth or fifth hand, you might just believe what Nocha is saying that, you know, this is yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's nonsensical in any case. So, yeah. And because I know I'm, I'm, I'm really like stealing a lot of your time here, but advocate for, can you talk about the, the man himself? <laughs> what do you guys think of that man? Oh, but by the way, what's what's the latest with him? Um, I heard that he pulled off the case, yeah. and then I saw an interview somewhere saying he was just he must confuse the enemy. <laughs> so I think he was not really what's going on. Uh, what do you guys think? What does this do to the reputation of your profession, niggas? What do you guys think of that man? I think if I can just quickly go first, I think. Uh... He doesn't take himself serious, and he doesn't—he doesn't have, uh, you, you know, the respect. And I, I don't know if ever he thinks before he says something, uh, or he just goes <laughs> and spew whatever that he he feels like he wants to say because he says a lot of shocking things, as if, you know, um, you know he's not even in the public platform where he's going to talk about. <laughs> you could, you could so he talks as if joy, and you, it would sound the same. Yeah. They say you could put Pedro there and you'd still sound like him. You know what I mean? It's yeah. just like a shock joke of, of the advocate. <laughs> I think Pedro yes, uh, is an entertainer. That, that's yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, that, that's exactly my point. Like, is it, But do you think maybe that the fame and the attention he was getting was starting to get into his head? Was he this bad initially? I think it shocked him as well. 
So you think you got into his head? You were starting to sign photo, the autographs. Yeah. Uh, I want to hear your piece on advocating for that. I really want to hear your piece. No, the person to ask is this man, he introduced me to him as a credible source. As we were going, I'm like, hey, look at your friend. <laughs> <laughs> can, can I say but, something before? Okay, can I say something? I was thinking about this, Monty said. You know, there's this, I don't know what to call this movement. You know, I'll make it, a, it's an equivalent movement to, you know, initially people will say, people are not beautiful, like especially ladies, because they are light-skinned, right? And the movement started coming in. No, dark-skinned girls can also be beautiful. And now every dark-skinned girl is classified as beautiful. So there's this movement uh, parallel to this one of people who sound snobbish or who have training English. They thought they were smart. And now there's a movement to say, Tana, English is not a measurement of your intelligence. <laughs> so now there's a movement, everyone who has broken English is smart or who speaks in a particular Julius Malema manner or like me is smart. I saw a meme, the reason I said I saw a meme that encapsulates this, this sense I'm getting. Someone said, you know, advocate for is that guy in the township that no one takes serious, but he's always telling the truth. <laughs> Why? Because it sounds like, because it doesn't sound, doesn't have training English, now he's this genius. But just because it doesn't sound <laughs> in China with that, with that red carpet under your knees, uh, under your, your feet. <laughs> Can you go in depth? <laughs> uh, I appreciate the red carpet. No, yeah. he's right. Uh, initially, he was onto something. He was onto something uh, because he raised the issue of the second docket. Sure. You know, but the way in which he raised it annoyed the judge. He didn't raise it in a procedural manner that he's expected to to raise it, you know, by the same way Mshololo raises it, like, no, can this thing be shown? Can I get the documents? Yeah, now he raises it in a sort of obscure manner to be like, hey, Mona, there's a second docket here that must be addressed. <laughs> and from that legal perspective, I was like, no, this guy is correct. How can there be two dockets in this case? Vele, there's something wrong. And the way the judge also responded to him, it was in the sort of, he was rude, you know, as if he's talking down to this gentleman. Because you also see the, the reaction that the judge would have when advocate therefore speaks. The judge would sort of be annoyed uh, to, to, to how therefore is addressing him. Though an example, this other time, therefore started, say, the, good morning, your lordship. And then the judge is like, no, hey, it's it's your lordship. And then Tiff was like, no, but I said your lordship. And then the judge is like, no, you said your worship. Yeah. It's your way, it's your lordship, not your worship. Yeah. And then, you know, so things like that, you know, already yeah. there, there was an attitude towards him, which I you think is, it's informed by the fact that he didn't do pupillage. He's a sidebar advocate. Oh, that, I was about to actually ask. What does that uh, mean? At which bar is he at actually this guy? Yeah. He's a sidebar guy. That's he's a sidebar guy. <laughs> <laughs> that that sense, yeah. What does that mean? What does that mean? So that we can all laugh together. What does that mean? It means that, that 
he he finished the LLB, but he didn't attend the one-year pupillage that the advocates the attend. The, uh, yeah. Did you just at a court or is this at the bar? I've heard something about the bar or something. Where, where, do, you, where do people do their pupillage? Yes, at the bar, whichever bar you you choose to you be part of. To go part oh, of so yeah. you're saying him, what and what's different with him? What did he do? What did he do instead? He did not do it. So he he did not you know complete his pupillage, which is you know now makes sense as to why he's this type of an advocate. You know? Yeah. <laughs> so, but then are you still allowed to be an advocate even though you didn't? Yeah, yeah, so the, 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 the previous legislation was allowing you to... Uh, who's a fan of a sidebar? Nah. Wait, so a sidebar, sidebar is a non-existent bar? Yeah, yeah. It's no such thing as a <laughs> No, it's not a non-existent bar. It exists. There are rules. It is actually designed for people who want to practice, have got the LLB, want yeah. to be able to represent people, but yeah. haven't gone through the way that you would get briefs. So the way you would get a brief would be when you are part of that bar, that national bar, Joburg bar, Santon bar, whatever bar you are a part of, you can get briefs from within the bar. But for you to be able to join that bar, you must do pupillage inside that bar. What you do inside that bar is that they will teach you, your superiors or your supervisors yeah. will give you the lessons. But sidebar, you would have to still fulfill a certain bit of criteria, which is not pupillage, but a few sets of criteria, sort of like do the work that you need to do so that you can be able to represent people in court. Remember, there's no, the idea... no, hey, uh -uh, you're no, there is. No, let me, no, let no, me no, 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 let me finish my statement and you complete it because this oh, is okay, just how sure. it is. you literally have your um, LLB, you complete it, and then after that, you go and get admitted as an advocate, right? That's just a whole application altogether. You take it there and then they admit you, you're an advocate, you're done, right? With the previous legislation, especially it applies to us who, are, who graduated prior to the new one that came in, I think it was in 2018 or 2019. So then now, after completing that, you get admitted and you become an advocate fully. Then you can either go and do your pupillage and whatsoever. But right now, and then if, even if you decide not to go do people, you can still go out and practice just by you co uh, completing, just by you uh, going for your admission with your LLB alone. That's where the whole sidebar situation is. Then there's uh, your, yeah, yeah, there's the, your National Bar Councils of South Africa. And then there's your, um, your you know, your Joburg bars, your Limpopo bars and every other bars, K bars and whatnot. So this one, then that's where you come and do your pupillage uh, within a year. But the the sidebar, it's a literally a non-existent bar. You go and you 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 get admitted, and then you continue to to practice. But it's different now with the guys that graduated after 2018. They're saying those ones who have graduated after 2018, they cannot, you know, get admitted as advocates before they complete their community service and completing. Uh, their, pupillage. their, yeah, yeah, their pupillage. So, 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 cannot, so, they said, so basically, yeah. the new law just did away with sidebar. Yeah, so basically, the new law now decided to do away with the whole sidebar situation. So now but it exists, else, though, yeah. in the sense that the fool's not breaking rules. It's something no, you can do. Breaking rules. We agree that he's not breaking rules. Yeah. But you are not. You are not subscribing to 
any bar called sidebar. Sidebar, we're just using it as a technical Yeah, that's, that's, that's what I meant when I said. Yeah, to talk about people. So you are self, self teaching, or is that? Yeah, you're self teaching. Yes. You're basically yes. getting the materials. You can send you the materials and then you continue to practice. As, as so you didn't, so, so how I understand with the bus, you'd have like a mentor and stuff to. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yes. With, yeah so it changed the, after 2018. Yeah, it changed after 2018. After 2018, everybody has to go through that uh, uh, process of getting, uh, of doing pupillage. So, but if you have graduated prior to that, then you can still then be admitted and uh, do your pupillage if ever you so want. So my statement stands, I'm still a fan of the bar. I graduated uh, before 2018. Well, yeah, before 2018. Yeah, but I'm still not, a fan of the bar. But, but it's, it's not nonsensical. It's self-teaching, I believe. Yeah. It provides, so here's the thing, with pupillage in that one year, you can't even get paid in that one year. Yeah. So I think if you can self-teach, get the rules in order, right? Because remember, remember the principle we started with at the beginning is that what I said erroneously is that lawyers are useless. But what I meant is that you can represent yourself in court. If people can be given the opportunity to go and make representations themselves and have got degrees and don't need to live in this one year where they can't even get paid or make money otherwise, and there's an opportunity for them to still be able to teach themselves into a point of knowledge where they can come into a court and represent, I think that's a good thing. But, but, but I it think opens up justice across the board for you to be able to represent with some, no. with some learnings. No, yeah, do you uh, need need more your, problem, your problem is, is that now <laughs> we do. Make, yeah? <laughs> we need uh, more advocate. No, we don't need more advocate for you can't be you can't be a fan of you can't be a fan of a sidebar man. It's, it's, it's just nonsense. And the thing is, my man, you need to work progressively. Sidebar advocate, I don't think they're they are progressive in what they do. Few years they're able to do it proper, but in actual fact, if ever we are being honest, they are not making as you know much fortune as the other guys on the bus are able to do. And just making using that one year to complete the program and making sure that at least you know you 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 have studied you know the procedures and everything. You know you're able to then go in and, and, and be at least uh, an advocate that's 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 going to be respected. Not yeah, but you know better than us the difficulty yeah. of getting the right supervisor or getting into a bar to get your pupillage done in the yeah. first place, right? No, so if that is so difficult, why can't I use my own ingenuity, hard work to learn exactly what you are learning in there and become better over time? But the idea that people should be enabled an opportunity to present themselves in court and represent themselves, I think is a good thing. The idea of fortunes, GT, I think is neither here nor there. Who cares oh, how much money uh, I'm making? You're, you're, but if, if, if I can get an opportunity, yeah. I don't want to go into pupillage, but I am interested in the idea of representing myself and representing others, those who are near me in court, it's a good thing. For yeah, all of Tefu's fault, for example, right? The idea that he's managed to bring us to this point of opening up the cases of 636 is probably a function that he was just learning and was opening this and that, which is a good thing, I think. I don't think it should be totally disregarded. Yeah. I, okay, well, uh, of course, it's not in the rules anymore. But I, at, I, 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 GT, thanks for letting me know. I, I was under the impression that it's still running. But I think it's... Which, but in, don't you think that's part of the reason why? Which, don't you think that's part of the reason why it was done away with the way it's trying to get a sense of 
the sloppiness of some people. It was who just are, not progressive. Yeah. People were not following the rules. It didn't. Make what does sense. that What does that mean then for me if I want to represent myself in court, for example? No, I wouldn't can, know the rules. Because I, I think that the whole idea of you becoming an advocate is that you want to then practice as an advocate. You want to be representing okay. whoever individuals, companies, whatever that the case may be. I don't no, maybe. I think, anybody, I, don't I, think, think I think what H is asking is if someone can be given the power to represent themselves, yeah, they how, how would they even know the rules to begin with if a person who at least has got an LLB cannot be expected to know the rules? I don't know if I, I'm capturing your, your question correctly, H. I'm not sure because I don't understand you, what you're what you what you're asking, and I didn't hear H. But no, I, what I I'm saying is that uh, well, the idea of me being able to represent myself in court, if I am the accused, for example, right, that's very important. Sure. It even supersedes right of appearance. I can go sure. there if I am the accused and say, hey, now I want yeah. to do this. I yeah. think that's an opportunity that all of us should have. Sure. And if I can do it yeah. with the with the LLB. Mm-hmm. and get an opportunity to be part of uh, the advocate's world through this back door, as it were, I don't think that should be a problem it's because not. I think there are benefits to it, right? Yeah. The idea of, I mean, I don't want to use the term elitist, but you, one, you, I don't think it's good to just close these things out because the law is so important for justice as far as I'm concerned. And if you can open it up for people to learn and go and represent themselves as terribly as Judge Defu has done, I think that should be yeah. an open field. It shouldn't be this closed uh, thing like the farmer's market where you can't dance at the farmer's market. You can't <laughs> dance because people want to go there and drink cheese and wine. Come on. We, we must be allowed. But yeah, maybe there are rules and regulations. Maybe that's why they did away with it because too many judge tefus were, advocate tefus were coming out of the cracks. But yeah, maybe it's a, it's a quality assurance measure and you can't blame them for that. But I, I was a fan of it in the sense that you could get an opportunity if you've got the law degree to step into the field and engage professionals from self-learning, which I don't think should be the problem, right? Maybe you yeah. could regulate how well the people know by giving them an exam at some point or something, but yeah. I, I don't think it's totally, it was totally a, a, a wrong thing. But how did we end up on the sidebar? I think we were somewhere oh, because- else. Because told us that 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 former police officer so i thought he he had a lot of intel on what what actually happened so i i trusted him on that basis that he might have had inside information on the two different dockets and what actually happened but uh along the line he disappointed me like what point what point did you start to shake your 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 head like ah now when it's when when he starts trying to be funny in court, you yeah. know, when he makes those sort of idioms or what are they, 
you know, just 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 to sound like Steve Compella in court. Then it's like, ah, but you know, my guy. Yeah. Now you are losing it now. Now yeah. you are making fun of the court. You know, cracking jokes. My friends are not Leonard. Things like that. So it's it's like, at what point are we supposed to take you seriously? Fucked up situation. Yeah, fucked up situation. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> no, I hear you. Uh, gentlemen, I think I think that's a that's not a bad place to to wrap it up. I, I think it was. It was a very productive episode. Yeah. I think no, 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 no. Something is wrong. We haven't asked you what's your theory on the case. You need uh, to tell I'm us kind of, in, yeah. in two yeah, minutes. I, I, no, I, I, we I haven't heard you. Explore. We need an explicit in one minute, design. In one minute. Uh, you need to wrap it up. Tell us. I don't have a fixed one. Like I said, I, I keep moving between Longba and, and Kelly. Uh, but the storyline being more or less similar, the fight and the mistake, like you guys said, like I think I'm I'm leaning towards that story. So I'm not hundred percent. I keep like I said, I'm not hundred percent sure. Uh, well, none of us are, but I'm, I'm I don't know where I put my 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 bet my money on between Longway and Kelly. But I think like you guys said, I think there was there was a party. Things were going crazy. A fight broke up, and by mistake, a gun went off. And I also agree with you, H. A lot. I've been thinking a lot about this. That this was set up such that. They just need to frustrate the process such that at the end of the day, no one is arrested necessarily because they know the actual people who need to be arrested cannot be arrested. They don't want them to get arrested. But then also they don't want these guys to get arrested for something they didn't do because they know that this guy didn't do anything. So I think there's that allegedly or speculatively speaking, uh, that's that's where I'm leaning, yeah. So yeah, I think you guys have touched on, on bits and pieces of what I already think, yeah. I think that's what that's what's up. Yeah, I think that's what's going on. The one of Kelly yeah, yeah. hiring them to come in, uh, that one. There was a time when I kind of thought about it, but nah, I don't think I don't think the web people, those guys came to the house. Those guys didn't even look like they know each other, bro. So that's why those guys didn't Ah, uh, but I forgot to ask you guys something. I don't know. Uh, can we squeeze it in this five minutes? Guys, what's the? Uh, I have to ask. This is like one of those things that really confuses me about this case. There are two advocates in this whole case what happens at the end and a judgment needs to be uh, let's say for argument's sake these guys are found guilty and a judgment has to be um made and these guys supposedly were together in this crime they uh, they literally treated like one entity but they've got two representatives. So one has got their uh, advocate Michololo, the other four has got advocate for whoever knew is coming uh, through. Could they really just be treated differently, even though they would have committed the same crime just because they've got two different representatives? If my representative is better than yours, well, you I get a, a, a more lenient sentence than you. Wouldn't that be a literal definition of injustice? How would it be an injustice? That we, we can both commit the same crime. Like we go and commit the same crime. You have your own advocate, I've got my own. Just based on that, we end up with different sentences or different penalty or different uh, judgments just because I had a different advocate. But even though we're like the evidence is all there that we were together, we did this this thing together, but someone who represented me is worse off or better than yours. I don't know if, if the, the, I'm making sense in, in 
the part where it feels weird. Like it will literally be boiling down to who I got as a representative rather than what I did. So it's yeah, about, so sure, sure, you can go on, GT. <laughs> no, I wanted to say, okay, we have three minutes. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I want to take it. Is it a silly can, question? I don't know can, why it feels weird. But no, you can. Know. There's a lot you can still expand on just about having different, particularly with this case, because Mshololo is representing who they are saying pulled the trigger, for example. Yeah. Right? So that might have an impact on whether he she wins the case or not for for her client and of course representation matters but because they are accused together yeah but they chose different representations the quality of the representative will impact on how it works right but at the same time because you are accused together your cases must move together if you get what i'm saying there's no way these guys can be found the four guys can be found to have not have been there, but this guy still remains the one who pulled the trigger if they were working together. Do you get what I'm saying? So the quality of the representative matters, but you're also tied together by just the case itself because certain things move together. And I think explained earlier on that if Tefu was serious, I think he would have also been trying not to just dismiss Msholo all the time and try to work with her in a way to come to a conclusion that helps his clients as well, but he's performing as it were to the galar. So it does impact, but I don't think it's almost like insignificant. The the impact won't be as significant when you are charged together. Yeah. It won't be I'm that saying? one would be found guilty and the other's not guilty at all. Like there they, they will there will be some sure. overlap, even though there'll be smaller differences based on who represented you, basically. Is that, is that right? That's what I'm trying to say. It wouldn't be where, okay, the accusation is that the three of you guys were in the room. But yeah. then my guy manages to take my guy, uh, my, my representative is, uh, manages to take GT out of the room. So could advocate for this shenanigans be affecting now the, the advocate Mshololo's guy as well now? In yeah. a way. In this like, case. Yeah. Because you know, right yeah. now it's delayed now. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, because she also can't proceed. She can't say, ah, you know, I want to go on with my guys. Mm. The, the case is okay. Yeah, I see. Mm. Yeah, by the way, people are saying, I got advocate for like that smart guy who people don't think. And they're saying, advocate Michelle Law is that rich girl who speaks good English, but she's not smart. Like, I cheat up. I think on that note, gentlemen, <laughs> I think I thanks a lot uh, for this episode. I think it did go as well as I, I was hoping it would. It uh, ended it with allegedly, was... in capital letter. Yeah, allegedly. Like, like Musaka, what's that account? Also, the allegedly. What's that account? <laughs> Musaka. <laughs> Musaka. Yeah, so on that, uh, guys, can we allegedly then? Uh, wrap up this episode. Uh, thanks, gentlemen. Thanks a lot. And uh, uh, apologies for, for for being late, niggas. Yeah, I promise I won't make another kid, man. Eh? <laughs> 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 I promise. I I assure you guys. <laughs> How will you manage when you are struggling with six weeks? <laughs> <I don't know. laughs>
you would manage your bag. Once you are back, he's on the return after six counting. You'll be saying congratulations next year. No, no, that's you won't be saying congratulations. <laughs> thanks for the congratulations. I won't be getting them next year. Uh, thanks a lot, gents. Uh, thanks. Like I said, yeah, sure, sure. Thanks for the extra time there. Notice that we went a bit over your time that we agreed on here. Yeah. Awesome. Gents, have a good week.